This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 702 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Hi, Coach Jen here. Happy Halloween and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Horse.com's weekly horse health report on the Horses in the Morning Show, episode 511. The Horse.com digital editor, Michelle Anderson, and Dr. Jones of Florida Equine Veterinary Services bring us a short course on the course of physical therapy for your horse. But first, let's enjoy this nutritional minute from our friends at Kentucky Performance Products. Hi, Glenn Geek here from the Horse Radio Network, and I'm here with Karen from Kentucky Performance Products with a sensible supplementing tip of the week. We're going to talk about omega fatty acids' role in equine nutrition. So, Karen, everybody hears about omega fatty acids, but a lot of us, you know, we hear about it, and then it sort of goes out of our brain, and we don't really absorb what they are or why they're important. Right, and, you know, Glenn, I think it's just very confusing to a lot of people, and mainly because there's so many of them, and they have so many odd names. So I think the easiest thing is is to just try to simplify it as much as I can for you. Um, Omega fatty acids are considered essential fatty acids. And what that means is they are fatty acids that are required for a biological purpose in the horse. In other words, they're not just used for fuel or energy, but they actually have a purpose. And they are considered essential because the horse cannot manufacture them on their own. We have to provide them in the diet. And because of the way we manage horses nowadays, you know, we've kind of moved away from um, managing horses just with a, with a fiber source. In other words, you know, it used to be horses just, you know, grazed all day out on pasture and different grasses. They got a little bit of grain now and then, maybe at the end of the growing season, but for the most part, they're eating grass. And grass is very high in um, omegas, in the, the good omegas for horses. So there's two kinds of omega fatty acids. There's omega-3 fatty acids and omega-6 fatty acids. And horses need both, but they need them in the correct ratio. And if you look at the ratio of omega-3s to omega-6 in different feedstuffs, if we look at grasses, we see that grass has five um, parts omega-3 to one part omega-6. And since grass is really what horses um, would eat naturally, that leads us to believe that the ratio for omega-3s to omega-6 in a horse in nature would be more omega-3s than omega-6s. So does that make sense? Makes sense, yep. Yep. On that so far? So what we're looking at is we don't really know. They haven't, the researchers have not determined what exact, the exact perfect ratio of omega-3s to omega-6s in horses, but we know that they need more omega-3s than 6s. And we're looking at somewhere between a 3 to 1 to 5 to 1 ratio in the diet. That, that seems to be a good spot to start or a good thumb rule. Unfortunately, um, because we've changed the way we manage horses over the years, we feed hay and we feed grain. And that has inverted the ratio. In other words, most of our horses are getting more omega-6s than they are omega-3s. If you have an inverted Ratio. In other words, if you have more omega-6s than omega-3s, then you have more inflammation in the body than you normally would if you had a higher amount of omega-3s. 
also the omega-3s as they move through the system tend to be anti-inflammatory and the omega-6s as they move through the system tend to be pro-inflammatory. Your horse can use either three or six and they will use whatever is provided to them. But the result could be either beneficial or not so beneficial to your horse. Now, your horse does need some of both, but that ratio is very, very important. How do I then turn it around to get more omega-3s back in than omega-6s? Well, there's a couple of things that you can do. Um, grass is absolutely, you know, again, it, it's what nature intended horses to eat. So it's a very good source of omega-3. So if you can allow your horse to graze for the majority of the day, then, of course, that's almost... Which our horse would turn into a... Uh, uh, you, exactly. you could fly him across the sky because he'd be a hot air balloon at that point. That's right. A lot of horses can't because we've improved our pastures so much. Um, so using feeds that are lower in um, omega-6s and higher in omega-3s are something that, that you can do. Now, forages, um, both hay and pasture, will contain more omega-3s than omega-6s. So grass and hay is good for your horse, and we all know that you know, that needs to be the basis of your diet. Um, some oils will contain more omega-3s than 6s. A lot of people um, are using flaxseed now. And flax is higher in omega-3s than omega-6. Um, also, the fish oils. And a lot of fish oils are, are available over the counter now through supplementation. In fact, we have one called Contribute that is a, a fish. It's a combination of fish oil and flax oil. And it provides a complete complement of omega-3s. Okay. It has an 8 to 1 ratio of omega-3s to omega-6s, and it contains the plant and marine sources of omega-3s. Now, there's been in the past, there's been some palatability issues with fish oil. I don't know if you've ever smelled some of the fish oils that are... Mm -hmm. Lots of horses will run to the back of their stall and just stand there going, oh, That's my right. God, Mom, what did you put in my feed? <laughs> Some of the human pills are like that, too. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you can really pick. So we do a lot of research with our product, and we got a fish oil that um, uh, just on its own smelled pretty good, and then we've added some flavor, some cherry flavor to it that has made it very palatable. So we have very few horses turning it down. And like anything, you have to introduce it slowly and should introduce it slowly anyway to the horse. But we have very few horses that will turn it down. Well, that's uh, that, that's terrific. It's good to learn. I never knew about the ratio between the threes and the sixes. And, of course, you can find out more information on Kentucky Performance Products' new website. has a terrific, a terrific article on this, and we'll link to that in our show notes as well as on our Facebook page. And Or you could just go to kppusa.com to find out more about omega fatty acids and the Contribute product. Just look under Products. There is a fifth dimension where that which is known to horse owners and that which is most feared, albeit unlikely. It is the middle ground between go to the horse show and stall rest for six weeks, and it lies between the fear of insufficient cash reserves and the prelude to long-term credit card debt. It is the dimension of the horse.com, and it is the area which we call the Horse Health Report. That scares me. I'm, I'm creeped it, out. Yeah, I the know. Part where, the part where she says uh, credit card debt just makes me. <laughs> it's a little too real, isn't it? That looks a lot it's better. It's a little too real. <laughs>
It's terrifying. All right. Well, uh, I think we have Dr. Jones on the line. Dr. Jones, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. You? I'm doing well. How's everybody there? We're well, good. I'm you know, good. I was just thinking that you can always tell when you're talking to somebody on the East Coast versus the West Coast because Michelle and I are like, morning. You're like, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my throat is still a little funny. And I have to say, I just I just spilled right before we got on the line an entire cup of coffee on myself. So it oh. is on me and not in me. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. It's very sad. What a waste of a cup of coffee. But anyway, Dr. Jones is here to talk to us about physical therapy for horses. And so we, in the October issue, have this really great sports medicine article that our news editor, Erica Larson, wrote uh, about PT for horses. Uh, And it has some really great information about um, finding physical therapists, working with your vet with a physical therapist, and also uh, a really great roundup of research and that shows the benefit of doing this for for our horses when they're rehabbing or just to keep them in condition. But Dr. Jones, you just got back from a convention, right, that you were talking about physical therapy or a conference. Uh, where were you? Yes, the Florida Association of Equine Practitioners put together a really nice meeting this year. It was on sports medicine and rehab, and uh, they've got, you know, dynamic and top-notch speakers to bring us their case studies, their, their research, and um, I just, it was fantastic. I didn't get to see the beach at all, which was a kind of a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, while you were there, you know, why, why do you think that PT was one of the discussion topics? Why is this important? Well, what's really interesting, it seems that these um, uh, top-notch orthopedic surgeons are starting to embrace it, which you find that doesn't always uh, always play out very well. And, and I'll have to tell you, because I've had knee surgery and foot surgery and things like that, in the human world it's the same too. They still sometimes are a little bit slow on getting these, um, getting physical therapy as part of your prescription post-surgery. Um, so anyway, they uh, find that... <clears throat> The whole horse, that was the underlying theme of the entire meeting, is that the whole horse loses out. And they, they had numerous pictures of, okay, we had a left forelimb pulled suspensory or superficial digital flexor tendon tear. And so, of course, that horse is off for three months up to six months, depending on their recuperation uh, treatments that they get. And then they'll show pictures of the back. And the top line from beginning to end is all lost. The hindquarters has lost. So you take your performance horse that you're trying to go to regionals with or enjoying ride after ride after ride, and you have to lay them up. It's not just that leg that needs to be rehabilitated. It's the entire horse. And, of course, down deep, a lot of people get about the most important muscle that we all have, and that's our, that's our heart. And so the cardiac muscle is one that you have to really consider, and that's where these rehab facilities come in play with the uh, treadmills and such. Okay. So you said that one of the major themes that you talked about was treating the whole horse and getting them um, back fit for work. Um, so is PT something that you've used in your practice in the past? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, unfortunate but fortunate. Um, I have a physical therapist on staff. She's my veterinary assistant and a physical therapist. So she'll take one of the vehicles out and go do a physical therapy appointment all on her own without us being involved, but it's usually followed up to a diagnosis of pulled suspensory, 
pulled um, superficial digital flexor tendon, uh, post-op orthopedic surgery, um, bad accident, trauma-related. Um, and the big thing she does is she'll focus on the leg, but then she'll go and she'll look at the hind limb. She's done some founder cases with us where the horses are trying to get off their front limb because they're so painful. Their hindquarters get so tight, and so she'll work on the hindquarters as well as trying to stimulate blood flow to the feet. So she herself takes in the whole horse, and most physical therapists that are well-trained do take in the whole horse when they do, do their evaluations. They try not to just focus on that area that um, it, it has injury to it. Okay. And so let's back up just one step. So you mentioned treadmills and, and blood circulation. What, what is physical therapy? Physical therapy is a stimulation of areas that need attention, and it's also a decrease in inflammatory response of areas of injury. So it's a broad, broad-based, basically, diagnosis or definition. And what I'm trying to get at is that when I had physical therapy on my knee, so I can bring it down to the, the horse owner's level, when I had physical therapy on my knee, which I had a replacement of my um, anterior cruciate ligament from my patellar ligament was used, and they put a new one in, they stimulated my quads on my leg, but they also focused on decreasing inflammation in my knee. So those are just very small example, as well as we did much, many other things. We worked on, you know, other muscle bellies to help my knee recover so it can get strength to the knee, but they also decrease the inflammation. So tools that physical therapists will use is their fingers and their hands with massage and trigger point um, work. They'll use therapeutic ultrasounds. They'll use e-stimulation. Um, they'll use laser and massage. And then, of course, you can get into the bigger tools at the rehab facilities if you don't have one coming to your farm where they will use uh, treadmills, salt water, cold water, regular treadmills, um, equisizers where they're not hooked to a, um, a walker, where they have free use of their head and their neck, and those equisizers are very nice to have on training farms. All those things, as well as Passive movement, meaning flexing and extending, flexing and extending, sounds very boring, but it works because that's yourself, of the localized limbs. And then last but not least, stretches. And they usually teach stretches to the horse owners so they can do that almost on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So what injuries are most likely to benefit from PT? Well, from the weekend, basically everything. Uh, the second, The second theme that was underlying to all this was um, decreasing inflammation. And that can either come from your Western medicine, your Eastern medicine of acupuncture, or it can come from your physical therapist. And preferably, all three would be great to use on your horse. Um, Again, it comes down to expense and uh, time that you have for your animal. But um, the most common ones that everybody uses physical therapy for is soft tissue injuries. They don't think about the bony injuries having secondary um, issues such as back and pelvis where they're losing out, um, where they're bearing weight on the opposite limb or the diagonal limb or the epsilateral limb, things like that. Uh, And then, of course, inflammation in that joint area. Let's say they took a chip out of the joint. You can do therapeutic ultrasound to kind of decrease the inflammation within the joint itself, as well as some of the Western medicine stuff that we use, which is joint injections, legend, adequan. And so, um, how much does this cost? <laughs> in addition to, 
In addition to uh, to treating your horse for for the injury with your your veterinarian, um, what is the additional cost of doing physical therapy? The most well, I can only speak for, yeah, I can only speak for Florida, and I know what the going rate is because we stay within the going rate. Is it's fifty dollars a treatment and. Mm-hmm. What the treatment is, is what we do in our practice is you basically have the physical therapist for an hour's time. So it's $50 an hour is what it runs out to. And I'll be honest, Kim's extremely thorough. My, my assistant's extremely thorough, and I love her for that. She'll stay an hour and a half. If she's not getting the job done, she'll stay an hour and a half. Now, it does screw me up if we schedule an appointment after that that I need her for, but um, usually now that we know she sometimes takes a little longer than normal, we will... Um, not schedule anything close behind that, knowing that she'll probably take a few extra m- moments in time with the horse. Um, and she goes a lot of times without the owner being home. She can go out, get the job done, and come home. Now, I know in Ocala at the facilities there, it's $50 for the treatments, and sometimes they might do an a la carte where you can just do a laser treatment for a little bit less or just what do an instant. Do they add a farm call? Sometimes we do if it's very, very far away, but... To encourage more physical therapy being done, we try not to do that, which is why we use a different vehicle for her to go out. Or she'll do the therapy while I'm there at the farm doing something else. So the farm call has already worked into the other appointments, but she, you know, is able to do the, the physical therapy there. And then we have a lot of clients, believe it or not, that have hauled in so they can avoid the farm call because they were too far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, cool. and and the rehab facilities that that I've seen have been pretty amazing <laughs> as far as the different treatments that they offer and and the support the professional support they have there and I'm guessing that would probably cost a little bit more <laughs> yeah if that, you stay at those facilities yes. yeah they're like an all inclusive you you've got it yeah. and um there's a lot to offer to your horse uh, what Kim will do is she's doing more of an anti-inflammatory and a stretching and a whole body view of the horse. But when it comes to the heart and the cardiovascular, we can't replace what's going on at those rehab places. They can get them on the water and not have non-weight-bearing type work where they're really using the heart and lungs heavily and trying to keep them with a top line and in shape as best they can without doing a lot of weight-bearing on those limbs that are having the injuries. Okay. So we have on the horse.com a really great PDF that shows the top five stretches you should do for to keep your horse healthy, um, and it was put together along with Dr. Clayton and Dr. Stubbs up at Michigan, um, and really some great information in it. Uh, you can go to www.thehorse.com slash stretching and download that, print it out, put it in your barn. Uh, it goes through the chin-to-chest stretch, a chin-to-fetlock stretch. Um, we have a chin-to-hind leg stretch, wither thoracic lift, um, and a lumbar, lumbar and lumbosacral lift um, that you can do with carrots uh, to bribe your horse into getting this other exercise. Uh, and they're recommending to do this daily with your horses, which makes me feel like a bad horse owner because I think this would <laughs> really help my help my own horse out um, if he's coming back from his soundness issues that we had this summer. Uh, but definitely take a look at that. It's a it's a fun product that we have, and it's free. I think it's that's great. That is so that's incredibly helpful to have that whole thing. And and uh, Dr. Jones, I think that fifty dollars for a physical therapy session is incredibly fair, considering I had to go to physical therapy for my back when I fell off. And it was quite a bit more than that. So, yeah, my knee was quite a bit more than that. I think when they repriced it down and whatever is left over after insurance, mine was fifty bucks. 
So 50 wow. is what I had to pay, but the insurance paid even more. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you know what, guys? This just goes to show you, become a physical therapist. <laughs> there, and no, that's, that's, that's a struggle we're having. There's many, many uh, classes out there. Be, scrutinize the classes you go to. You can't learn, learn physical therapy in 10 days. And that's just my two cents on that. Really scrutinize um, where you're going to be learning it at. Uh, my assistant, she got a four-year degree in equine science with a focus on physical therapy. Unfortunately, that program is no longer available uh, where she got it because the physical therapist has left and gone out on her own, and she's one of the top in the country um, physical therapists. And there uh, are there are programs internationally where you can get um, – training to be a physical therapist, but here in the States, it's not quite as structured as it is other places. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so. great, you guys. Thank you so much for uh, bringing that information to us, and you guys check out thehorse.com. Obviously, you can find out the uh, five stretches, and of course, FloridaEquine.com, and, and those that are around Dr. Jones are lucky enough to have her service and, and have the service of Florida Equine, and uh, you guys check it out. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thanks, Thank hey, and, you. And everyone should be looking for some changes on the horse.com coming up. Just just going to put that little teaser out there. Oh, did you get fired? Keep. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm on the phone with you, right? <laughs> oh, come on. That's when people, I'm just, you know, when, you, when somebody gets fired in the office and they send that email around, it's like, we have decided to make some changes, and so-and-so is no longer with us. Sure. <laughs> I've never yeah. been fired. I mean, I mean, I'm not talking about what, what happened when I got fired. I mean, I've never been fired. It's just what you witnessed. <laughs> it's yeah. just what I witnessed, right. Yeah. Or they forwarded me after I left. <laughs> Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed our informative and holiday-themed tips today. To listen to more of the Horse.com's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. If you love listening to the Horses in the Morning gang putting in their two cents on horse health topics, tune in to Horses in the Morning at horsesinthemorning.com for your weekly fix of up-to-the-minute horse health information. You can also go to thehorse.com where you will find the mother load of horse health information covering pretty much every topic imaginable. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you by the kind folks at Kentucky Performance Products. Ask for Kentucky Performance Products supplements by name at your local tack and feed supplier, or you can purchase online at kppusa.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.